0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Furry President. I am your Furry President, Neil Fox, the President of Time and Space, and the democratically elected President of the Furry fandom, President for Life, Supreme Leader of the uh, of the Furry Party.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Furry Party, and I am Link Labrador. Yes, welcome. the glorious. I'm standing, stalwart faithful Labrador of the president of time and space, kittens, puppies, and friend to Godzilla himself. He creates a... He makes a very nice quiche pie. <laughs> what? Yes! Uh, Don't uh, worry, it's in the extended universe. Godzilla's a bit of a interesting fella. Oh
0: my god. Well, uh, so you had an interesting idea for a topic for today. I and, do! Uh, the topic, from what I understand that you want to talk about is corruption within the different fandoms within the different fandoms right uh well and we have a lot of experience with uh the corrupt individuals and how we tend to piss them off every other weekend yeah we have a lot of experience (laughs) with the furry fandom oh yeah uh i have a lot of experience with the pony fandom the my little pony fandom and uh the Various cast of uh, unsavory characters from that uh, period. Oh, Jesus Christ. We haven't touched on those too often. Oh, God.
1: And I have experience with corruption with online communities and how large communities can wield their power in ways that are unsavory, even though they say that they're doing things for the greater good. Yeah. Meanwhile, they don't do nearly as
0: much as they could do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, (laughs) uh, what community would you like to talk about first? (laughs) Oh, uh, let's start with Furry Valley. And the... Our Furry Valley and Simba himself. He
1: could be a shining beacon to the furry fandom. He could. He could. In fact, he is a very shiny beacon in a very, very specific way. (laughs) Okay. He caters to hardcore bondage <laughs> fandom. <laughs> to the hardcore bondage fandom. Of course. No, seriously. It's quite ridiculous. If you want exhibitionism, go find one of his... Uh, uh, just go talk to him. He'll hook you up.
0: Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, uh, for those of our audience who may not have heard of the glorious drama around Simba and Furry Valley... To give a quick introduction. Yes. So, who is Simba? What is Furry Valley? Uh, Simba, aka, in other Simba
1: or Chris Bryan, is the creator, uh, no, sorry, the thief who stole Furry Menagerie from his, uh, from their uh, owner by extortion and blackmail.
0: Oh, okay. So, Furry Menagerie was a Discord server, right? Yep. And so now it's been renamed to Furry Valley? Yes, that happened a few years ago. Got it. Okay.
1: So Furry. So Simba some backstory on him is he grew up an abused child Mm. with autism and social anxiety and whatnot Mm -hmm. and he was abused as a child by his father who drank a lot he beat him, abused him Sure. Threatened to run him over with his car.
0: Jesus. You know.
1: Real fucked up shit. Wow. Okay. And then he found the furry fandom. Mm -hmm. And the furry fandom gave him hope. Yeah. Gave him peace. Gave him everything that he didn't have in his Mm -hmm. household. Right. Got it. So... Simba could have taken those experiences and he tries to help others Uh where he can. Right. Until you piss him off and then it's the equivalent of kicking a demon or a devil. He'll blackmail you, extort you, Mm. force all your friends to basically uh, turn their back on you and give away as much information as humanly possible so Simba could uh, extort as much money from you as humanly possible. Right.
0: Got it! Yes! Uh, That sounds terrible! Yes! Um, So it sounds to me like, well, and we should be careful not to make him a sympathetic character, but it sounds to me like a classic cycle of abuse type of um, story of someone who was abused then perpetrating abuse on others. Yes! Mm, That's terrible. Perpetrating abuse on others, not only
1: for his own sexual gratification, but the sexual gratification of all his sycophantic fans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Where have I heard that before? (coughs) Kiro.
1: Kiro. Kiro, David McScavige. Shall we go on? (coughs) (coughs) Majira. Uh, yeah. Kiro. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bother putting the coffin in because quite frankly, uh, sycophantic fans are generally just there to ride the coattails of others. They generally, generally speaking, they don't want to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. They'd rather be told what to do. That's why in every book, why in every, you know... TV show, there's the bully, and then he has his sycophantic fans and friends that aren't really his friends, but they just kind of hang out with him because uh, they don't want to be bullied, so it's better to stick with the bully, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, and uh, right. he'll protect me! Well...
0: In this cool playground of life, there are many people who are bullies! Yes! And I, I, like, this, I like this analogy, because everyone has experienced bullying at some point in their life. Yes! And uh, everyone understands how that feels. Yes! And so, especially people who have been abused, either uh, in a a, uh, healthy scenario, they are able to learn from that experience and say, I don't want anyone to feel that way. Yes. Or in
1: a less healthy experience. Mm -hmm. They take the bully's head and they bash and they use as much might as possible to bash the bully's face across the locker. The bully no longer fucks with them.
0: Right. Or they, uh, so there's fighting back, but then there's the more insidious version, which you're describing with Simba and which, in my opinion, happens with a lot of powerful people in the furry fandom, which is they become the bully. Yes. They become the abuser. Yes. Um, the, uh, the, people who believe, and it sounds like Simba believes this, uh, people who believe that they are untouchable. Well, they're untouchable
1: until they piss off the wrong person that, ha- that has several million followers. Yeah.
0: Well, and the <sighs> the frustrating thing about it is that some people you'll never be able to convince. No. There there are still people who post on Kiro's videos. today. To, like, two, as of the most recent video that he posted, and so like, oh, Kiro, come back, we love you, you know. I'm Kiro, sure come back, everyone, we love you. Everyone was wrong about you and all this. It's like, oh, my God. Guys. Kiro raped his dog to death. He did. And for fuck's sake. It is plainly obvious that that happened. Uh, so, um, we, we still, like, allegedly, yes, for legal reasons, but like, he totally did it. Uh, yes. Simba, his abuse, from what I understand, is primarily directed towards people rather yeah. than animals. Um, I so, mean, yes, people.
1: There's, uh, a lot. People in minors specifically.
0: Minors? Oh my god.
1: Yeah, he doesn't moderate any of his NSFW channels. Jesus. And there's a lot of minors that wander up in. He doesn't moderate the NSFWs. In fact, he encourages people to shut the fuck up about the minors.
0: Jesus, that's he... terrible. Yeah. So... And they all know it. Wow. So, so here's what I'm hearing you say. This person, Simba, uh-huh. who is the head moderator or the owner, of, the owner, the owner of one of the largest furry wanna... Discord servers. Actually, at this
1: point it's one of the smallest. <laughs>
0: it's um, deflated so much
1: because he goes through a vicious cycle of every person, every person that he and every person that winds up getting banned. Mm-hmm usually takes anywhere from five people with them to 20 people with them right depending on circumstances and severe and um, intimacy with the person that's getting banned mm-hmm. obviously yep. you ban my friend well fuck you I'm taking my friend and I'm taking my friends with me right so he's burned down his own discord several times got it not to any like significant degree. It's more been a gradual chipping away Mm. scenario, Mm -hmm. and I've met a lot of people that have actively, actively made friends with people
0: Mm -hmm. with
1: the sole intention of getting banned to take
0: people with them. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, interesting. So it's not as big as it once was. No. It's about half the size. Wow. Uh, do you remember about how many? It's like, what, 5,000? 10,000? Something like that? It was about 7,000 when, when I was there, and last I checked, it was like
1: 4,000 with like 2,000 active or something.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's a
1: lot smaller
0: than it used to be. Yeah.
1: I mean, he's banned most the fucking people. Jesus. He's banned thousands. <laughs> I'll ban another
0: 10,000 if
1: it keeps me in power. And he comes up with all these insane lies about people that have been banned. Oh, "Oh, that person raped his dog in front of everyone! I'm like, uh, you know that's bullshit. Jesus. (laughs) You you know that's bullshit, Chris.
0: Wow. Fuck you. That's, oh my god, that's crazy. Oh yeah. So, so tell me, regale regale us with some stories. Regale us with some stories that you recall from your time. Uh, as you an know, admin. As an admin, yes. Regale yes. us. Oh, God. He was drinking one night on
1: stream. Okay. And he was just talking about how we got the channel. How we got Furry Val. Okay. He's like, oh, yeah, I blackmailed the old owner and... I extorted him and this and that. Like, it was a great time, great time. I'm like, why are you telling us the story? Jesus. And then he's like, oh, we have wor- we have worry about spies here. Spies, uh, we're going to take you to the secret chat channel and I'm going to teach you how to protect yourself from spies and hackers. I'm like, wow. you're an idiot. I mean, wow. uh, thanks. You taught me things uh, to protect myself. Yeah, turns out it turned out to be very useful information <laughs> to protect yourself from him, uh, from people like him. Yeah. Well, I pissed him off, and then he's like, "Come back, uh, come back, be a good puppy, be a good puppy, and come back to us. Do the what? right thing, be a good puppy." I'm like, "Fuck you, Jesus!" Fuck. I'm not telling you. You're not telling me who to be friends with. Fuck you. Right. He was not happy about that.
0: (laughs) I bet. I bet. I'm
1: not... uh, Audience. Yes. Audience. Don't tell me who I have to be friends with. Yeah. Because. Best case scenario. Best case scenario. I'll, um, create a very elaborate plot to, uh, defame you and talk about you and ses- uh, talk about you on various podcasts where we have loads of followers and I'm going to humiliate you with all your stupid antics.
0: Uh, that's the best case scenario.
1: Best case scenario. Jesus. Uh, worst case scenario um well I'm not going to threaten
0: you. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. Jesus. <laughs>
1: don't 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 try and control who... Don't try and tell me who I can be friends with. Right. Because I'm going to ignore you.
0: Yeah. You, you, you have a very interesting personality. Of You enjoy being uh, either the leader or the second in command. Yes. But you really don't like being told what to do. I really don't. Very funny. You, you definitely benefit from the... Uh, from when a leader is like, you know, I trust you to do the right thing.
1: Yeah, I trust you, you, you to do the right thing. That's why you're in the position you are. Right. Get the job done. Yes. Don't ask, go do it.
0: And that's the way that a good leader conducts themselves. Yeah. A good leader trains their people well and then lets their people take care of things that are important. Yeah. I can't be everywhere. Right. I can't focus on every single fucking aspect.
1: You can't focus on every single fucking aspect. Correct. We have better things to do. Yes. People, go do it.
0: Yes. Wow. I I wish that more people understood this. So Uh, many people are terrified of letting
1: their officers do what needs to get done. They're terrified of it. They're terrified of backseat leading. Oh, I see a better opportunity, so I I'm going to go take my feet. Well, that's what I want you to do. I see a better opportunity. Go do
0: it! Exactly.
1: That leads me into SKL. Okay. Planet Planetside.
0: Okay.
1: SKL has this thing called backseat platoon leading and mm. backseat leading. Now, okay. there are times where the, where the where the entire platoon needs to be somewhere. Sure. There's always going to be the times where you need everyone to be there. Right. But there's other times where um, you're. You're le- um, The leader doesn't see what's going on. I'm like, oh, we need to defend this. We need to defend this. We need. We're losing. Right. We're losing. Yeah. Go fight them. Exactly. Go do it. I'm like, you, 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 you. We need four fires on this front now.
0: Right.
1: Go take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Use psychological warfare. Use. Un- understand the art of war and it will benefit you greatly absolutely
0: that'd be a good podcast episode we could read uh like some of the tenets from art of war and discuss them oh
1: yes we can i've read through it about a thousand times and i've studied it quite extensively and there's still aspects of it that i don't understand yes such as firm ground and firm ground it needs to be translated for a modern uh, way of thinking, but mm. the general tenets of if you're weak on something, mm-hmm. pretend that you're strong. Right. But if you're strong on something, say you've taken over the ma- vast majority of the wa- map, mm-hmm. just let them take something. Give them something mm-hmm. to do.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: You know they ebb and flow of battle right it's not a static concrete thing Mm. which is a concept that they don't teach you in it's a concept they don't teach you in SKL Hmm. they teach you squad leading and squad leading tactics and how to be a squad leader how to be a good Mm -hmm. platoon leader Mm Mike. um we're talking the same language here bro absolutely but yet you don't want to promote you don't want to promote people because they're not you know friends with you or right um yeah!
0: Hmm.
1: Horace, talk to me, Brad.
0: Exactly. I
1: don't want to go to war with you. There's right. almost nothing left in your outfit to take.
0: Jesus.
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm like, I I don't give a shit about the sanctity of anyone
0: mm-hmm.
1: or anything.
0: Right. I, I'm going
1: to work with um, Tommy and girl and we're going to build a fantastic fucking outfit. Mm hmm. And if I give your people an invite, then I give your people an invite. I'm... Gloves are coming off, bro. Yep. Come on. Be reasonable about this shit.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so. Interesting. So, uh, you have uh, a lot of experience with the furry community and with SKL. Yes. What are some other communities that you have, uh, that you've experienced Oh my things? god, there's D&D Online. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioning that.
1: I played that for years and years and years, and mm, I was a lot younger then. And yeah. My, uh, friends at the time were off, you know, educating and learning and learning how the game works on much higher levels and whatnot. And at the end of the day, Oh well, wasn't mature enough for it. Mm-hmm. I was like fourteen and they were like in the thirties. So ah, yeah. You know, no.
0: Not most, Very Not enough.
1: the most mature of individuals at the time.
0: But Got it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
1: And then we had Stephanie, uh, slash Deanna Troy. Deanna Troy Yes, there was an entire Jesus. there was an entire guild based around the concept of Starfleet and Starfleet Command. Of course. We've at this point, I hop on, I say, hey, how's life, whatevs, and we've kind of buried the hatchet for, for, like, four years, five years, ten years, I, for, like, fifteen fucking years, shit like that. We were sh- sh- at each other's throats. <laughs> Jesus. She would try and get me kicked out of any, you know, public group that she was She's like, I don't play with this guy, he's stalking me. I'm like, it's a public game, bitch. Jesus. I'm like, you've boxed me into a corner and now I have to play in public games. Wow. Are you trying to boot- are you single-handedly trying to keep me off of this game?
0: Apparently.
1: Neither didn't fly. Wow. So, you know. Interesting. <laughs> no, she, she got me kicked out of like probably 30 different guilds. Jesus. Put her up. 30 different guilds. Yeah, she's still playing the damn game to this day. Jesus. So, a little backstory on her. Um, She had fibromyalgia. Mm. She was basically housebound um, Mm. with a bunch of kids that were autistic. Mm. And then her daughter started playing. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, you can't play with this guy. He's creepy and weird. I'm like, no. You're the creepy and weird one. Mm. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. Oftentimes people see in others the flaws that they have in themselves. Yeah. It's a very it's a very common thing. You know, uh,
1: at that point I was just doing my own fucking thing, running into her and just being friendly. <laughs> wow. Clearly that was too much for her. Of course. Being friendly.
0: Much too much.
1: Now, uh, the ponies. Yes. Uh, some of the unsavory characters in the pony fandom.
0: Oh. Well, have I... have I, uh... I don't think I've actually told you too many stories about it. You haven't! Uh, It's mostly been the fairies. Yes, so as an example, as an example, a a person that you probably know, just because he's relatively famous on YouTube, is a music artist called The Living Tombstone. He's done a bunch of, like, Five Nights at Freddy's music. He's done a bunch of Pony music. Maybe you haven't heard of him. Yeah, he's got a couple million subscribers. Uh, well, one Living of, Tombstone. Uh, yeah. can we... You're gonna have...
1: That's, like, the only song I know from him.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one of his more famous songs. Okay. So I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, is well revered in multiple different communities and in my opinion uh he does not deserve it he's a bit of a cunt he is a cunt oh (laughs) my god uh like people oh my god there there are so many stories that i heard about him of like being an, uh, an ass to people backstage and like um I think he's a rock star obviously. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh my god, like just be nice to people." It reminds Jesus. me of the
1: scene from Spinal Tap where the band's pretending to be like heavy metal rockers. they mm-hmm. They're like, "I don't like these jelly beans."
0: Like, "You're glam rockers. Come on. Jesus. <laughs> Chill." Yeah. And unfortunately, um they, uh, a couple of the people who actually worked on The Pony Show, yeah. including the voice of uh, Big Macintosh, and the voice of, let's see, voice of Twilight Sparkle, tara Strong, and the voice of Discord, John Delancey, oh, Jesus. are all widely known by the security staff and the conventions to just be dicks. Wait, Tara Strong's people. a dick? Oh, yeah. Uh, she... That's a, makes sense. She and, and it's it's so frustrating when, um... I knew John Delancey was a dick. Uh, oh, yeah. T- Sparkle? Oh, yeah.
1: Who is she again? Tara Strong. Oh, okay. Uh, so we
0: have John Delancey, Tara Strong. What were the other ones? Uh, the voice of Big Macintosh. Uh, what is his name? Um... I'm sure I could look it up, but... the, the <laughs> One of the only boy ponies in the entire universe. Yes. And, you know, they, they were... Plenty con- of clopping. Consummate professionals. So they would, you know, go out on stage and be nice on the panels and all this. And then, uh, like, talk shit about people behind their back and like, be... We a- don't talk
1: shit about people behind their back. We do it on a podcast in front of everyone.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the... Okay. (laughs) There is a big difference between just being a shitty person and trying to, uh, you know, do journalism about a person. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a big difference between saying, okay, here are the facts about this person. Yep. Versus, you know, that person is a jerk. That "that person, you know, and again, talking about them behind their back. That person is a complete slut. Yeah. It's, um, you know, when... John DeLancey, I'm pretty sure you're just projecting. Yeah. No one's a dick to you. Chill. Right. Well, and it's it's sad because the power goes to these people's heads. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the the pony fandom had it real bad for a while, where, um, you know, people would get, you know, 10,000 subscribers on YouTube and then just stop talking to anybody who was not part of the inner circle. Uh,
1: 10,000 subscribers? I'm so powerful! Yes. I yes. have so many subscribers. I am royalty now. You kiss my feet,
0: peasant. Right. Well, and the problem is, Fuck is off. that <laughs> you have the sycophantic fans. Uh, you know, similar to a Simba or a Majira or a Kiro, you have the people enabling the bad behavior. Yes! And so this is, again, this this is my whole soapbox for this thing. It's like, don't enable bad behavior. No! The the fact that fandoms do it so frequently is something that I would like to change. Um, People need to learn... How to interact with each other in a kind and compassionate way, and there is a way to do it. There is. It's not that hard. No, it isn't. Um, Stop with the blackmail. Start there. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And another thing that just drives me up the wall, uh, that it just—it's so frustrating—is when people will be like, "Oh." Well, you know this person is successful, so I'm gonna try to stab them in the back. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? We all benefit when everyone succeeds. Yes. You know, and, I
1: don't, well, I'm not trying to stab
0: anyone in the back. Neither am I. I It'd want, be way too easy. <laughs> I want everyone to be successful, and. Also,
1: I just see a discrepancy in power bases, and I want to divide up the power base just a little bit and bring people
0: back down to, you know, a relative size and scale. Yes. I want to root out bad behavior, but I also want everyone to be successful who, you know, is not being a dick to their fans. But, like, yeah, John Delancey, uh, whatever. There's nothing that I could ever do to hurt his career, but how he, uh he deserves to be taken down a peg for being an asshole to people yeah uh, but
1: my angle is just to be seen as an equal in the eyes of everyone else and right I just want to be seen as an equal damn it absolutely and if I and if I have to you know create an outfit or a guild or whatever that's the same size mm-hmm. uh, maybe you guys have learned <laughs> right <laughs> getting you know what? thousands of followers on our uh, YouTube channel.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Again. Just just, just looking for the accreditation in life. Yep. A little bit. Absolutely. (laughs) You know. Asking the moon. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Coming from someone that doesn't generally give a fuck. (laughs)
0: it's sad that people would uh, it's sad that people would hurt each other. I, it, everyone would be. Everyone would benefit if we just all got along.
1: Yes! But oh well. And the,
0: our goals are mutual. Our goals
1: are mutual. We only want to bring down the entirety of the financial system in the United States of America and simultaneously get rid of, uh, eliminate uh,
0: billionaires in general, but hey. <laughs> yeah, because people are predatory and banks are predatory. Yes. It's terrible. It it's, is. It's, people should not be oppressed by institutions. People should be encouraged by institutions. Was well, that a no
1: trespassing ups? sign bolted on a tree in the middle of fucking nowhere? Sure.
0: I'm sure someone wants to trespass on your farm, sir. I, I don't know.
1: We're in the middle of nowhere. It's true. What is this no trespassing sign doing out
0: here? I don't know. Well, another interesting episode about the furry fandom and about the uh, many, many issues that we see in it. Yes, the many issues. Simba, give us a call.
1: Madeira, give us a call. Absolutely. Horace. I'll be giving
0: you a call at some point soon. Sounds good. (laughs) Alright, well, if you enjoyed the episode, please give it a like. Subscribe on your favorite platform like Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, that kind of thing. And uh, thank you so much for listening.